0: I honestly did think i was addicted to the drugs for a bit and then i was like no this is just pain like, I, <laughs> I just wasn't feeling pain before
1: hi guys welcome back to another episode of high school uncensored your go-to podcast on everything you need to know about high school and hola okay <laughs> okay um i'm your host ashley zhang and this week we are joined with a very special 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 guest wesley major <laughs> you just Oh. okay <laughs> okay well i started this new segment on the podcast and it's basically me asking you how you're feeling about being on the cut today
0: i'm pretty good i was a little nervous but then i was like i'll just speak and see what happens okay because that's just what i do so yeah
1: it's wesley uncensored okay i already yeah. made that joke um i made that joke off the pod so i'm it's not funny anymore but it's okay classic stop we'll just start <laughs> off with- <laughs> Stop! People don't know I'm not funny, and you acting like I'm not funny is just—it's killing the vibe. So you gotta stop. Okay, whatever. We'll just start off with some guest questions then. You know? Okay. So the first question we have here is your name, which is optional, by the way. So you don't have to give it, but you can if you want to. So just putting that there.
0: You asking me my name? <laughs> yeah. My name is Wesley. Hello. Okay.
1: <laughs> Wait, this is weird. I know people call you Wes and Wesley, but do you like introduce yourself as one or the other?
0: It depends. It literally depends on which one I think of first, but it depends. Okay. Like sometimes I'll go by Wes if I'm more comfortable, I think. Or like I know the person on a more personal level. So like you, I would say Wes. But if it were like a teacher, I'd say Wesley probably.
1: Okay. Well, pretend you're introducing yourself to someone completely new, like a stranger. Is it Wesley then? Probably. Yeah, I guess. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. I don't know why I asked that. That just came into my mind. But, okay, the next question is, what is your grade?
0: You said, what is your grade? And I thought, like, of a letter, and that was an embarrassing letter. (laughs) I'm a senior.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: Sometimes I forget.
1: I forget you're a senior, too, because you're so tiny. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next question we have here is, what is your high school experience summed up so far in one sentence or one word?
0: Procrastinating.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, the next question is, tell the story about how we met, if you know.
0: I don't know. It was definitely band-related. Okay, yeah. I think I I saw you talking, it was probably through Brian, because you were probably Mm -hmm. talking to Brian, and then I talked to Brian, and then I talked to you.
1: Okay, okay. I don't remember the exact moment we met, but it was something. I don't, it's like a really weird memory to bring up, because like, you. No. No, no, it's not like weird, weird. It's just like bizarre to think about, you know what I mean? Because like, of how we are now whatever okay Mm -hmm. so what happened was you and diane were like besties
2: oh yeah (laughs) we
0: knew each other through eighth grade yeah
1: yeah and you guys were besties and it was really weird because it's not like you're not chill now but you're not i don't know i I just don't talk to her much i don't have the chance to she's
0: nice she's a phenomenal human she's way too kind for her own good (laughs) but like i literally don't see her i I talked to the only time i would interact with her is band Yeah, And, like, you don't talk to people during band.
1: Yeah, especially, like, when we sit as far away from each other as we did. Because, like, you're dumb and you play the trombone and I play the flute, but whatever. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You got. I think you're projecting a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah, because the flute's kind of dumb, actually. And I'm really bad at it. But anyhow, yeah, and then we used to call you Oompa Loompa because you're really short. Yeah. (laughs) I feel really, really tall. Like, you're taller than me now. Yeah. Yeah, and I hate when that happens.
0: But I'm still short.
1: Yeah, you're still short, but I don't know.
0: I have a family nickname of being called Shorty, and now I'm taller than the rest of my siblings, but they're still going to call me Shorty, so like...
1: At least it's like an endearing nickname that you get for the rest of your yeah. life, you know? Yeah. And people are going to look at you and they're going to be like, huh, I wonder why they call you Shorty.
0: I wish it was like that cliche of like the six-foot <laughs> hulking beast. <Yeah. laughs> He's called like Minnie or something.
1: He's called Tiny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm
0: totally a hulking beast, though.
1: Yeah, 6 four
0: jacked eight pack
1: yeah jacked eight pack <laughs> no more <laughs> indent chest or anything like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay okay so the next question we have here is do you have a favorite song high school song high school throwback song or something in that realm of things that you want to shout out or something i don't know
0: not really i've been listening to autograph by juice world it's not like i think it's i don't know i can't find it on any like actual proper music service but i it's like four or five youtube videos of it i just literally listen to it on loop it's so good
1: is it like an unreleased version or is it like
0: i think it might be unreleased
1: okay well since it's not okay whatever okay whatever the next question is what is your biggest secrets
0: biggest secrets i'm not as hispanic as i say i am (laughs) so i say i'm hispanic but i'm technically 50 percent, if not less which is sad
1: well that's still i mean like comparatively it's still a lot
0: i guess Compared to just wishy-washy white people like European. What's another good secret? Oh, I'm genuinely garbage at the trombone. <laughs> and I just, I don't try to pretend I could be good if I practiced, which I might have been. But at this point, I'm just garbage. So
1: Yeah, I, I felt that. It's just too late for us, you know? And we're not continuing music. So it's like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds bad, but I mean.
0: What sucks is that I actually really like playing trombone
1: i mean you can still play in your free time but you don't have to like
0: i know i just they're so expensive
1: yeah that's true okay so the next question we have here is what is your rice purity test score
0: oh i was like a like a low 80 okay some of the questions were a little confusing and like what does this entail but
2: like
1: <laughs> uh, okay you know we're not gonna get too much into this because <laughs> no 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 no, no,
2: no. <laughs> It's not... Unless you
1: want to, like if you want to spill your entire secret. No. Yeah, okay. I'm good. <laughs> okay, next question. We have this list of questions, and you can basically choose a random one if you want one of them. Okay. Uh, it's basically <laughs> choose a number between 1 and 20.
0: It's like number 3.
1: Number 3. What is your Harry Potter house?
0: Oh, it was like Ravenclaw, but that's boring.
1: You're Ravenclaw?
0: I think so, because Hufflepuff is. Yeah. Okay. Ravenclaw. I don't know what that means, but
1: it's the intelligent house.
0: <laughs> nah, no, 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 not, I'm not <laughs> I was really. Cool.
1: Surprise! No, I can see you as a Hufflepuff, or like even a tad bit Slytherin. I can see that.
0: I could see myself as Slytherin. I'm a yeah. little devious.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Okay, this is. <laughs> I added this question because I think it's really funny and not at all embarrassing or whatever like that. But this question is: How do you personally flirt?
0: <laughs> how do I flirt? In jokes. Yes. The same way, literally everything I communicate is unless I'm angry, it's through jokes. Even sometimes when I'm angry, like if I'm angry at like good examples, there's a guy in band. You can you can bleep his name. Okay. And I would I used to get really mad at him, and I would just yell out the funniest insults I could possibly think of. Like he wore this all green tracksuit with green (laughs) socks and green shoes, and he it wasn't even like a pretty green it was like a (laughs) like a dark green and I just called him I think I called him grass or like a track field or something oh my god and and he got really bad and I was like well
1: you saying he's a track field but also your best friend wears a whole blue outfit all the time and we call him blueberry yeah he's
0: awful (laughs) yeah yeah no he's he's worse I would say that's worse
1: Okay, so before we begin this week's topic, um, how do you identify?
0: Him, other identifications, I'm a monkey, but technically an ape. <laughs> I'm thinking chimpanzee, but sometimes a little bit bonobo. So,
1: okay, so you're referring. That's how I go.
0: Right now, my Discord, I'm going to read it to you, my Discord status, it says my body is built for anger and malice, but my mind is built for monkey and banana-nana. <laughs>
2: With three eds.
1: You know, my status is no, I changed it and someone's like, Oh, don't say that about yourself. But mine is ghosting everyone because I think I'm annoying. Um but yeah. Oh, that too <laughs> Yeah. So this week's topic is Wes Wesley Wesselton Buttercup had this I don't know how to deformity? Is that like the right oh, term um, to I don't describe
0: know. it? I had what is called pectus excavatum. If we're back on talking about Harry Potter. It's where your ribs, you're either born like this or it forms to be like this. I had the second one. So my ribs were born normally, but in the center where your solar plexus is, the ribs push, The not the ribs, technically it's cartilage. It pushes inwards and then or late teens, so probably like 1920, the cartilage turns the bone and then your ribs set like that. So I had to get, I didn't have to, but. I had it bad enough that it was important for me to get a surgery recently to fix it. I think there's a there's a scale that they do where they um do like a a scan. What's the scan where it's a like a cross section? Is that a cat scan? MRI? I, was, I don't know. I don't know, a,
1: know cat scan.
0: I don't know something like that. Dog <laughs> scan. Dog scan. It's something like that, and they measure like the distance between your spine and like compare it to something else and the numbers the normal number for normal people is 2.1 and what is considered severe is a three what is considered the worst my doctor who had ever seen which is a doctor who specializes in these surgeries for this thing like I guess deformity, had he said like a 3.9 I had a 3.6 which was gross <laughs> and bad so yeah. That's fun.
1: I feel like for listeners who still can't imagine what he's sort of talking about, it's like the middle of your chest just concaves in. So it's like yeah. a bowl.
0: There's also a, a reverse like deformity that oh. I met some kid at a summer camp who his that same area, the solar plexus, the bottom of your front rib cage came to yeah. a point out the front. And I was like, Oh
1: wait, is it like a dome on the front of your chest or is not it not a like-
0: dome, but like it came to like a
1: like a almost point. point. Oh, yeah, it was really gross. Kind
0: of yeah, I didn't like it.
1: Well, people get surgery all the time. I really don't know how accurate that is. But I mean, most people, I, I don't know. Either. Okay, whatever. If you make
0: but, it up, it just sounds right. So. Yeah, I,
1: okay, but you know, I feel like most people go most, maybe go their life without okay maybe i don't know some people go in life without having surgery at all some people go in life having surgeries
0: i would say most people go through their life having surgeries but not major surgeries so technically i had surgeries when i was like 10 when i didn't brush my teeth and the the dentist removed a bunch of teeth and that sucked and technically that's a surgery but that's not the same as some people who get like You've seen those pictures of people playing, like, the violin while the person does a brain surgery to see if they're still functioning, like, that yeah. kind of thing.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like
0: those are a little bit different.
1: So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I have Wes here today to talk about how, what he went through and just his experiences. author. But, I mean, I know in high school, I know a few people who have gotten surgery for, like, foot stuff, that sounds weird, or, like, athletic reasons or knees or something like that. But, I mean, not... It's not like a big percentage of kids in high school. So I was just like, "Yeah, oh, Wes, talk about it. Because so,
0: I'm famous now.
1: Yeah, you're famous to my five listeners. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, basically, you already kind of described it a little, but you do you want to detail your history with, um, what's it called? Pex? <laughs> <I> just- <laughs> pectus Excavatum.
0: I called it pexus activatum because I, I just didn't want to say it and sound funny. But basically, I was normal. And then, in like fourth grade, my chest looked funny, and I was like, "Oh, I'm really out of shape <laughs> and so I thought I needed to exercise, and so I was like, "Oh, I need to uh do push ups or lift weights or like I don't know something stupid like that." so I was like really trying to get big, but I wasn't seeing any results because I'm in fourth grade, <laughs> and I guarantee all I was doing was probably lifting a rock and thinking. Oh, I'm stronger because I lift a heavy rock, like that kind of thing. (laughs) And then it got worse. And then I noticed that another thing I didn't explain was that um, the middle of the ribs at the bottom caves in. But at the very bottom, on the left and right, probably like straight down and an inch in from my uh, armpit, like the rib flares out and sticks out a bunch. Mm -hmm. And then on the sides, like the rib kind of dips in mm-hmm. so it's, it's like wavy at the bottom it's really bad
1: You but different. that was
0: also part of the surgery that they fixed which i don't know how it fixed but it just kind of happened Okay. magic
1: <laughs> magic
0: yeah so it just got worse and then my doctor was like oh it's it's normal but if it gets worse we'll send you to like a specialist mm-hmm. and then it got worse and then they sent me to a specialist so and then here's the interesting part I'm 17. I was supposed to have the surgery when I was 15. That's the ideal time. But the insurance denied it. I think it was like a week before Mm -hmm. the surgery. It was just like, fuck. It was bad. And I was like, oh, nuts. And the problem is we were trying to get it during the summer so that it wouldn't interfere with school. Because I couldn't wear a backpack if I got it. Like a lot of stuff. I'd be at home for a bit. Mm -hmm. So we just didn't want it to interfere with school. But it didn't matter that much if it happened the next year so we waited till i was 16 summer of 2019
1: i think i have no idea you're young so it's hard
0: yeah i am i'm a little baby and (laughs) we waited till that summer and then the insurance denied it again we went through Mm -hmm. the whole process again insurance denied it again the day before Bruh. It was literally the morning before my mom was like, well, I have good news and bad news. And I was like, <laughs> and so the bad news was that I wasn't getting the surgery. And the good news was that I wasn't getting the surgery, despite I wanted the surgery. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was fun. So then this summer, technically last year, 2020. Wow. We had to get like a bunch of extra information to prove without a doubt that this surgery was necessary to insurance. Mm-hmm. Or else they would deny it again. But it worked. So, that was Now fun. you
1: have a regular chest. And you can't eat cereal in it. And it's somewhat.
0: I never, yeah, I know it still dips in a little bit. Okay. Also, one of my ribs on the left side, mm-hmm. it had happened where one rib on the left side, like, kind of stuck out a little more at the end. Mm-hmm. But now, two ribs at the left side stick out a little oh. more. It's not bad or anything. So, that's fine.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, do you want to explain, I guess, the severity of, I mean, you already said with the comparison of 0.1 being normal and then like 3.9 being the worst case. Do you want to explain what a 3.6 means in like a general sense of your personal well-being and stuff?
0: It was like for specific measurements, I would say probably two and a half to three inches deep Mm -hmm. of like chest lost. In the very deepest point. Comparing it to what I would consider to be the normal height of what a chest would look like. Yeah. And I would get really out of breath. Get lightheaded. I couldn't really do a lot of long-term running. Which is why I sprinted. And I guess that's it. Oh, just like general uh, being out of shape. But also, I never really tried that hard to get in shape. So... (laughs) i can blame that on the the uh deformity all i want
1: okay well i guess do you want to talk about your surgery then because i remember no okay this is really weird this is like a weird memory i just brought up but Uh i remember no it's not like weird it's okay it's just bizarre everything i say that's weird it's just bizarre it's bizarre because we haven't been in school in like a year but i remember sophomore year you were still thinking that you were going to get the surgery that summer and what happened was People we sat at at lunch, we were saying, "Oh, when Wes gets his surgery, we're going to visit him in the hospital and then we're going to do our haircut." Like, you know that yeah, the, yeah, the Thor the one cool, with the cool like fade yeah, in the, the side. Yeah, yeah. And you were going to actually let us cut your hair, and I don't yeah, know why I was you down said for yes. But-
0: <laughs> Cuz it would look awful, and then I get it cut <laughs> shorter and it'd be fine.
1: Okay. So, before we begin, do you want to explain what your surgery kind of did?
0: Okay, so the surgery is the NUS procedure. They take A metal bar. I don't know what material it is, but it's non-magnetic. I know that. And then they cut two incisions into either side of your chest. So like if you put your like biceps against your chest, maybe like halfway up your arm, like halfway up the bicep bit. They cut two (laughs) incisions. And then they stick the metal bar in one side. Don't ask me why there's two. Or actually no, I know why there's two. So then They stabilize it on one side. They said they might have had to do two, but in my case, it was fine being stabilized on one side, so they stabilize on the left. They didn't describe the stabilizer well, because I don't know what the hell it is, but I know it's a bump, and I can Mm -hmm. feel what feels like a bolt.
1: Ooh, Oh, so the bar is still in your chest? Yeah. Okay.
0: It's going to be in my chest for two years.
1: Wait, so they're going to take it out? Yeah. Oh.
0: (laughs) But also, I know somebody... Who lives down the street from them. I don't know why I'm pointing. You can't. It's a wall. <laughs> but I used to walk their dog, but it's a woman and her son is like old. He's like 37. Oh, and so he old. had he had the surgery done. Yeah, he's a boomer. He had the surgery done when he was like my age and he mm-hmm. never got it taken out. He still has the bar in his chest. And my doctor was like, what? <laughs> that's, that's not so happened. What? But he Apparently he's just vibing with metal in his chest.
1: Well uh, wait, when you when you like touch your chest, can you you can't feel no. the b- okay yeah.
0: No, when I when I first had the surgery done, I could feel it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I could feel it without touching it. Like I could feel where the bar is. I can still kind of feel it sometimes just mm-hmm. existing. Okay. But like I could feel it and what it does is they put it into your chest. Yeah. On the sides, it's on top of your ribs, but then in the middle,
2: uh-huh.
0: kind of below the nipple area, um, <laughs> okay. it slips between two ribs okay, and pushes your ribs upward in the middle. So actually, what's gross about this story is oh. they collapsed my right lung. I think it was the right lung.
2: Mm-hmm. They
0: collapsed one of my lungs, which they only told me about like five days later. They were like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we just collapsed your lung, you know? And I was like, no, I don't know.
1: <laughs> casual, casual.
0: And so they put the bar in and the bar is curved you expect it to be curved because your body is curved your chest is curved but they put it in curved the wrong way Mm -hmm. and then they flip it
1: yeah yeah and it's
0: the worst because apparently my rib cage was like propped up way high and i just don't (laughs) want to imagine that and also when they were putting the bar in i have pictures of the inside of my (laughs) chest like, um, you said
1: you're going to send them to me, and you never had enough.
0: Oh, yeah. No, they're really gross.
1: I'm not mad you didn't do it, but like, mm-hmm. I just remember that.
0: I, I just want it when the bar gets taken out, I want the bar. Like, I want to have it.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's, it's
0: like, the doctor looked at me weird, and I was like, you can't put something in me, and then tell me I can't have it. Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, so they put it in, they stabilize it on one side, and then on the other side, I think they just tie it to a rib with, like... High quality suture stuff, kind of thing. That's how he describes me as it's tied. Mm-hmm. He said there was no bolt in either side, but I can feel a bump,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which feels like kind of bolt-ish okay. on the left side.
1: But yeah, tell us about your surgery. I know when you got it this summer, you were just texting me, and you're like, "Oh, my nurse kind of looks like Jennifer Lawrence, and she's really." Yeah. <laughs> don't like, have okay, to what expose you that say? to the world. <laughs> um.
0: Okay, so for context my birthday was five days before the actual surgery and two days before the pre-op so i had my birthday one day the pre-op one day surgery so that was fun and so like the pre-op was i went there i went to the hospital they kind of toured me around and explained a bunch of stuff and surprisingly little detail i thought they were going to be really specific to make me feel comfortable but they were like and then we'll do the surgery and then we'll take you <laughs> here and then the nurses will tidy you up and then we'll take you here and it's like you're not even going to explain what's happening so then they kind of like sat me down in the chair took blood did a covid test which sucked
1: was it up the nose
0: yeah oh. it was up both nostrils too it was Ew. really bad <laughs> why both because hospital people are evil no.
1: okay for sure after they gave you that surgery yeah definitely evil
0: (laughs) and then the actual surgery came around the night before the surgery they had me wipe down my chest my sides my back and like my arms with Mm -hmm. antibiotic wipes put on Mm -hmm. clean clothes and clean sheets go to bed and then wake up at like six in the morning wipe myself down again which is just they're they're weird antibacterial wipes so you they're <laughs> freezing cold oh. <laughs> and and you wipe yourself down you feel all slimy okay. and then like the air does something and then they get like tacky and sticky and so you just feel gross okay. and you like wanna it's awful so that was fun and then i took before pictures for before and after pictures mm-hmm. and then so we go to the hospital and i'm just kind of like silently freaking out Mm-hmm. which is fun because you don't know what to expect and you know freaking out isn't going to help but like mm-hmm. you can't help it but it's just stupid.
1: Well, I mean, what were the chances of something going wrong?
0: Oh, no, pretty low.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you were like, "Oh my god, what if I die?"
0: No, it's more of like I just don't I don't know what's going to happen. Like well, yeah. I know there's a set outcome. I didn't think there was going to be like, "Oh, what if they like what if they drop the scalpel into my heart and (laughs) I die like it was always like it'll be fine I know I'm just gonna wake up and be dizzy but like it's just concerning
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah of course I mean that's what like anything is especially something like surgery
0: for sure and then so yeah so we go to the hospital it's super early it's cold and it was weird with COVID procedures because I had been quarantining for a while Mm -hmm. and And they sent us to this pre-op area, Mm -hmm. and this I was in um, a hospital bed in full clothing, sitting there next to another hospital bed with parents and their newborn child. Oh. (laughs) And so they had me change into the gown, and then they stuck a bunch of shots, uh, IVs in my arm. They stuck like one, probably halfway up the forearm. Okay. And the, you know, the veiny.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: And then the bad one was they stuck another one.
1: Oh, in your hand?
0: In the back of my hand, where the joint between the wrist, like you know how you have that little wrist bone? Yeah. That kind of sticks out? Yeah. Like go a little bit (laughs) up from that, and they stuck a needle right in there. And so every time I move my hand, (laughs) it's so gross. So they stuck that one in, and then I was like, why two? And they were like, just to spite you. And then
1: (laughs) at least they got jokes, you know? Like (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then they were like, okay, we're gonna give you something to calm you down. I was like, okay, maybe hopefully this works. And then I just start forgetting everything. So then I remember they put like a hair thing on me, like I was a school lunch lady. And then they wheeled me. Yeah. And then they (laughs) wheeled me in towards the operating theater. And like I said goodbye to my parents. I don't remember being wheeled to the room like the actual mm-hmm. operating room but I remember in the room vaguely we looking around and seeing a bunch of machines and being like why are there so many machines it seemed very cluttered like you have you know how everyone's garage is just full of stuff yeah yeah it's it was like that and I was like why I thought you'd have an <laughs> open room machines in the corners doing stuff and like a little table in the middle and I was like nope <laughs> and so they wheeled me up and then. I remember they had me sit up, take the front of the gown off, and they stuck something in my back. And then from that point on, I was just making jokes to try and make the doctors and nurses laugh, mm-hmm. to try and calm myself down, which was really weird because it wasn't a conscious choice. I just started doing it.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So they stuck a thing in my back, which is called an epidural, yeah, which is like a nerve block. Yeah. yeah. I have a, very, a lot of similarities with the pregnant women in this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hospital story. And so I had an epidural on my back. I started to fade out and I don't remember anything. And then I just like fade back in slightly into like a hospital bed, nurses everywhere, more needles and tubes than I could ever imagine I had. Mm -hmm. And it was like everywhere. And it's like why? (laughs) I remember being really dehydrated and really woozy and not knowing what was happening. And then I just kind of tuned out. Like mentally, I just tapped out and I was like, okay, I'm just going to bed.
2: <laughs>
1: okay.
0: So I tried to eat something that same night. Might have been like something in mac and cheese or mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. It's like comfort food. I honestly think I might have ordered a pizza. <laughs> something very like kitty. And then I ordered a soda and a, um, like one of those like push pops that you kind of like slide up. Yeah. Yeah, like a little ice cream mango thing. And I was <laughs> like so excited. And um, like I just felt really dehydrated.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: then when I started eating and drinking, it just really hurt my throat and my mouth. Mm-hmm. And it turns out because I was intubated, they didn't tell me this. So I had to experience it. <laughs> I was intubated. And then when they took it out, it scratched up my throat really bad. Ooh. And so eating and drinking for the next four days physically hurt. Ew. And then the nurse that same night said it would be gone in 12 hours. Oh, I was there for like four to five days, which was fun. See, I didn't really eat a whole lot because that just hurt. And then I just went to bed. I just literally just, when I say went to bed, I mean, I didn't move an inch. I okay. just fell asleep. Okay. And then everything just blurs together. Mm-hmm. I started... What's surreal about the hospital experience is that nurses and doctors come in all the time mm-hmm. and just bother you. And so like <laughs> nurses would come in at like 4 a.m. to squeeze more chemicals into my uh my uh, IVs and wake me up and be like, what is your name? What is your date of birth? And I was like, why? <laughs> and then every time they asked me my date of birth, since it was like almost always a new nurse. They'd always be like, happy birthday. And I was like, thank you.
1: <laughs> They're trying their best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was like, very out of it.
1: Well, how long were you in the hospital for?
0: Six, seven days? Six okay. days? Something like that. Five to seven.
1: You don't know. <laughs> no, I really don't. Everything
0: just like... By the time I was in the hospital from like seven in the morning to probably... Mm-hmm. 10 at night so not Mm -hmm. that long just over 12 hours it literally felt like I'd been there for four days I asked my mom like oh okay what is my condition because I honestly thought all that time had passed and it'd Mm -hmm. been 10 like 10 hours it was bad the time flies when you're having fun or (laughs) the opposite yeah yeah (laughs) but the nurses would have to come in every four hours to give me meds through um IV my uh IVs. You forget
1: that. you forget the word every single time, and it's so funny to see your face and you forget. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
0: I process like an old motherboard. Like I just don't function, and then I do, and then I stop functioning. Um. Oh yeah. They would come in and like wake me up, and then I would like look over, and my mom would um stay the nights, and then go and like exist as a normal human during the day. And my dad would come in, mm-hmm. and then they would like kind of switch off. So I would like look over and it's like, I think it was one, five, nine, or it would be like midnight. I think it was midnight, four, and then eight. Mm -hmm. It would be like four in the morning or midnight. My mom's dead asleep. And I'm just like, do I need to wake up my mom or can I just be a big boy and handle whatever the hell is happening? And usually it was fine, but there was one time towards the end where they had already taken out a couple of tubes, but I still couldn't get up. Mm-hmm. And for context, you can't use or put pressure on anything with your arms for a while. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't like sit myself up like you usually can. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't use my legs. Not that I wasn't allowed to, but there was nothing to for me to use my legs to get up with. Mm-hmm. So this nurse came in, she needed to take x-rays and she had this cart. And like a little x-ray board my back still hurts just imagining how it was because she had to usually you slip it in between the mattress and the Uh bed Uh because there's like the mattress bit and then the bed that can like move so Mm -hmm. she kind of sat me up and then i asked her to slip it under the mattress and then she slipped it under me Mm -hmm. which i still had an epidural in my back taped to my back and when oh. it did, it yanked on the epidural, oh, which is tapped into my spine.
2: Oh, um, no.
0: Oh, and that was gross. Um, and that sounds bloody. Painful. Yeah, it was. And yeah. so I had to, she did it and then sat me up and got me off of the mattress. And then I was like, why wouldn't you do that beforehand? And then so she took the x ray and then yanked it out again oh, and then disappeared. Like,
1: you can't say yanked it out. Yank it out. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, no, that's fun. Um, but apparently the epidural is fine.
1: And you're still alive, so it's cool.
0: Debatably. Yeah. And then I just kind of remember the series of tubes that they took out of my body, hmm. which is really gross. So
1: Wait, did they give you a catheter? That's such a random yes. question. They, okay.
0: Um, that was the gross one.
1: <laughs> Do you want to so, explain to the listeners what a catheter is?
0: <laughs> a tube that goes way farther anywhere than you would ever <laughs> imagine, want, or no and you can feel it at all times especially (laughs) when it gets moved and that's all i want to say and also no a little more (laughs) you don't get put under when it gets removed you don't get pain medicine they just walk in and say hey we're gonna do this They yank it out literally it's just like okay so that's fun even more fun when your parents are just sitting there and
2: they are like well
0: <laughs> what can i do
2: uh.
0: but okay so it started first they took out the epidural uh-huh. for context the epidural i had i had during the surgery to give me a nerve block but i also had after the surgery a button okay that i could press and administer drugs mm. and make me feel good and i didn't use it for like probably 28 hours. And then my pain started getting really bad. So I was pressing it and it was good. And then the nurses wanted me to, kept asking me to press it less. Not that I was pressing it too much, but they wanted to wean me off of drugs and get mm-hmm. me on oral medicine. So they took out the epidural. I couldn't feel it. And then after a couple of hours, I started to get really bad pain symptoms like nausea, chills, lightheadedness, pain. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. And it just got worse and worse. And that was probably like the most pain. When I say probably, I mean, 100% guaranteed the worst pain I've ever been in my life. Mm
2: -hmm. Where
0: it was just like this constant, all my muscles were spasming nonstop. Mm -hmm. And so my entire torso was sore. So I couldn't really move because everything just hurt. But also, if you don't know this, your muscles are always doing stuff. Yeah. So no matter what you do, even if you're just like, go limp your muscles are doing things. Yeah. So I was in constant pain because of that. Not mm-hmm. to mention the fact that there's a bar in my ribs and my ribs are being flexed. And then you have to breathe because that's something that humans do. And so-
1: <laughs> Just have them intubate you again. You don't have to breathe.
0: No, I hated that. <laughs> and so like I would breathe and then hold my breath, not intentionally. Like I wasn't aware I was holding my breath because you don't think about breathing. And now you're breathing
1: manually. Stop. <laughs> oh, you gonna do and you're going to do that. And-
0: and so um i would like hold my breath so i was basically breathing way less than any normal person should Uh to the point where my um oh my god like the little i don't know what it's what it is but it was a machine that would go beep 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 whenever my breathing was funny and it would do that every 10 minutes (laughs) because i would just like stop breathing and then be like what the hell Um, it's and just then doing started... its job
1: West. you're like not yeah, breathing and you're like you're getting mad at it because you're not breathing <laughs> oh
0: i was gosh. literally asphyxiating and it told me to not asphyxiate and i got mad at it and i'm still mad at it that was I think fun that's like
1: a really good representation of your personality though like you that's know so true
0: I, mean? <laughs> I never asphyxiated it's a bummer
1: <laughs> you can't say it's a bummer whatever you owe that machine your life
0: yeah, I honestly think I would have. I mean, no, I wouldn't have died because the nurses would be called and they'd come in. There was a couple of times where the nurses had to come in because they got like an automatic thing saying it wasn't breathing. And I was like, <laughs> dude.
1: You know, when someone tends to not breathe, I think that's pretty, that's something to be concerned about, you know? So
0: I was just vibing, just having fun.
1: <laughs> vibing, not breathing, kind of the same thing. But
0: Yeah, I was having like muscle spasms and then I wouldn't be able to breathe. So, like, in my waking hours, what it was is I was just, like, laying there, not doing anything. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to say it because it's funny. Yeah, because I remember they can't see. Yeah. And so I would have, like, these full, it was at some points full body spasms of, like, Mm -hmm. where, like, everything would tense up and I couldn't breathe or make a noise or, like, really look around or say anything. Uh they would sometimes happen for like i think the longest one was close to a minute of just like full body full tense that was not fun so i was crying that was definitely the hardest part i remember i told my mom this is a lie but at the time it was true it was like if i knew this was gonna happen i wouldn't have done the surgery which Uh i regret saying because that's just like come on yeah and then i was just kind of normal at that point i think i still had I never talked, I'm talking about things so out of order. Yeah. <laughs> um, during the surgery, they put in below the right side incision. Mm-hmm. They put in a, um, a tube to drain out air and mm-hmm. fluid because they collapsed my lung. So there was yeah. a big empty gap. They're draining out air and fluid. So there's like constant pink tubelage going out my side mm-hmm. and I could feel liquid leave my body. Like it's such a weird feeling of like feeling Uh, Yeah. So that was fun. And so I couldn't really do a whole lot because of that. And then one day the guy came in was like, oh, it was before the epidural came out. He was like, press your epidural button. And in 45 minutes, I'll be back and we'll, he said, yank that tube out. And then later he said, rip that tube out. And so he just came in, held up a bandage, put a little towel down and we're like, like the hell. (laughs) So he stitched me up while I was just sitting there. Mm -hmm. And then What's funny is that after the surgery, not even a week after I got home, Mm -hmm. those stitches on the uh why am I lifting my shirt up? (laughs) On the the, uh tube site, the stitches untied. And then I retied them.
1: And then they untied.
0: Yeah. Oh they wasn't like awful, but it didn't open or anything. So then I retied them, but then they (laughs) this is really gross. Oh my Um, god, Wes. The stitch wasn't like it's usually a loop or a couple of loops. Mm -hmm. Like a spiral notebook spiral. Yeah, okay. Like that. But what mine was, since it was such a small incision, it was just one loop Mm -hmm. tied at the end. Okay. So when it came untied in my sleep, one side got, I don't know how, but it got pulled on. And Uh so one side of it was super long and the other side wasn't any, like it was in my body. It was
1: almost coming out of your body.
0: Yeah, so I just pulled it out. And Whoa. there was there was literally like not a whole hole, but uh-huh. there was a tunnel of where that string was. It was gross. <laughs> yeah, and then I just had glue that they just kept telling me not to pick at it, but to remove it whenever Wait, it was it coming off. Or off. Yeah, but to not pick at it, and I was like, "What does that mean?" So my understanding was that the glue is the clear part of the area mm-hmm. that just kind of comes off. And you can't really feel it that much up until like three months ago. So it would have been two months after the surgery. I thought there was still glue on, despite the doctor saying there was only the glue would be there for two weeks because the scar healed in a way that it looked like it was still glue. So I was like lightly trying to like peel off glue. It wasn't gross because I never hurt myself. I was just like, why is there still glue? Like, this isn't how this works. (laughs) Yeah, I was just dumb. Yeah, that's kind of it.
1: I guess like I don't know how much you think that this experience has sort of like impacted you, but I mean how how much do you think this has impacted you? <laughs> I mean a lot because obviously I like, love
0: that you just said I don't know how much it you think it's impacted oh, you but okay, how fine. much do you think specifically it impacted,
1: you? impacted you but also like specifically your high school experience, I guess. You know what I mean?
0: I would say I thought it would change my high school experience a lot, but it really didn't. To be honest, I was kind of bummed because of a bunch of people who were like, oh, we'll, we'll let you Is know, you? the whole gang you talked about earlier, yeah. like, we'll check in on you. Literally, nobody did.
1: Okay. I literally didn't know that you got your surgery until you were like, oh, I got my surgery.
0: Yeah, I told you yeah. because you seemed interested. But then I was like, I was telling other people and they're like, oh, yeah. But I was like, Aww. They- Aww. oh, they no, it was fine. But then everything just like went back to normal. Mm-hmm. And I was just. A dude who couldn't really lift things or put his arms no. above his heads.
1: I forgot. I was going to say this earlier, but you said the bar is still in your chest. And you can say yeah. that is why you're out of shape. It's an excuse. Because you oh, can yeah. like feel it in there, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that, I mean, the only thing I can't do is sit-ups. And that's just because they suck. So, <laughs> What's weird is that i um, they told me I could do cardio mm-hmm. for a while. A bit. Mm-hmm. It was four weeks, maybe six. So I wasn't doing anything. But before the surgery, I was biking a lot. Mm-hmm. But I was biking kind of doing hills, but not too far, just doing it for fun. And then I tried to get back into biking, doing like really easy stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the first time, I nearly vomited like four times. Mm. And I did like a really short loop. And then I tried to do it again like a month afterwards and the same thing. Oh. It didn't get any better. And then I tried to do it again like a week after Christmas and it was still just as bad, even though I run now. So.
1: Maybe it's like motion sickness now or something. I don't know.
0: Actually, that might be a that might be an idea.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, that's super fun. Well, I mean, do you want to say anything else or do you want to just jump into the Minecraft segment?
0: Another interesting little tidbit is that one day um, they had the Superheroes Day oh. <laughs> for all the children because it's a children's wing. Mm-hmm. And so they had nondescript superheroes rappel down the outside window um, on like full um like harnesses and ropes and everything mm-hmm. and like helmets and wave and i was like okay like that's cool so they stopped by my my room through the window and i say through the window i mean they were just standing on my window and um <laughs> it was like a blonde wonder woman but not technically wonder woman because wonder woman is like copyrighted or whatever
1: oh okay yeah like knockoff superheroes
0: yeah and yeah. then they had like the tactical black suit and cape guy who's batman <laughs> and then they had just like a cop and i was like okay the cop's <laughs> here for me but like i don't remember anything else there's more to it i just don't remember anything else it's weird like that i had drugs in my system and it was just like you're hooked yeah. Totally. <laughs> I honestly did think I was addicted to the drugs for a bit and then I was like, no, this is just pain. Like, I just, <laughs> I just wasn't feeling pain before. Now I was.
1: <laughs> you thought withdrawal symptoms were pain. No, you thought pain no, was No, I thought withdrawal. the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I'm glad that you're not addicted An to addict? drugs. Yeah, exactly. Moving on. Our Minecraft segment.
0: Oh, it's a good game. I play it all the time. I got it in I said I got it in third grade. But i was poor so i didn't get in third grade i just i watched people play it and talked Mm -hmm. about like i had i was playing it Uh because i wanted to seem cool
1: wait that means like you you were in third grade that's like when minecraft first came out that's true so you're like one of the early people that's crazy
0: no i got it i got it in fourth grade to be fair
1: okay but still most people i talk to like it's fifth and sixth grade for them oh yeah wow you're like one of the OG. I don't know why I said that. That sounds... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: an original gangster because I played Minecraft in fourth that. grade.
1: Stop, stop. But wow, you're like one of the old timers.
0: Yeah, I remember that's one of the reasons I was big friends with Bleep, Bleep the name.
1: You don't want people to know you're friends with him?
0: Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> no, I think he... I don't have his consent to bring up his name here. Okay. I don't want that being forced upon him.
1: <laughs> his YouTube channel. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> not anymore. Um uh, Minecraft. Yeah, I was <laughs> thank you. You already <laughs> know. Right. Um Jesus uh, Christ, right. this quarantine is ruined me. I'm not like this all the time. I'm bad, but I'm not like this. So I would try to like make it seem like I had it. And then I saved for like almost a month for context. I would walk neighborhood dogs with my brother, mm-hmm. and he would actually walk the dog with the leash, and I would mm-hmm. just pick up the poop. He got paid like three times the amount I did, which when you're walking neighborhood dogs and the dogs are the size of like an obese chihuahua, it like, you're not making anything. So uh-huh. making a quarter of that is like so small. So that was fun, especially when you're doing the gross job too. You insert brother's name here. Okay. But I saved for a while. I got Minecraft and I was so excited. And then I played it. And I didn't know how to do anything. Mm-hmm. So I knew that if you got cheap, you can make a bed. But playing that game is horrifying. It is literally a, when you're in fourth grade and you don't know anything. It's a horror game. And that's just it's a the fact. stuff of nightmares. Literally. Because you have yeah. like these.
1: Monsters coming at you. Have you giant you. <laughs> monsters
0: who just teleport. And then yeah. you, they're right there. And you don't know how to make anything. So you're kind of fumbling. <laughs> and I knew I needed coal and I knew I needed wool. And so I was looking for coal and they said in the mountains. And I dug for like two hours without finding coal. Coal? Yeah. Wow. And that was, it was so scary. And then I tried to find sheep and then I found sheep. I made a bed in a hole in a cave. And I was, <laughs> I didn't know if there were doors or torches. To be fair, I didn't have coal and I didn't know you can make charcoal. So I was, I remember building a little maze uh-huh. to get into the cave, uh-huh. which was dumb because the maze was just, like, one block forward, three blocks left, one block, <laughs> like, two blocks forward, three you blocks have, right.
1: You have, like, any other corridors? No. <laughs> and you call it a maze. Oh, oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just remember I got killed by an enderman, and I was like, nope, I quit. So I quit the game and i started playing it again like fifth grade or something it's
2: mm-hmm.
0: kind of it i stopped playing a lot in middle school because it was like the weird thing the weird game yeah. like only children play that and then in high school everyone was like only cool kids play minecraft if you play fortnite you're like okay <laughs> i don't care and then i just stopped caring about everything so now i play both
1: you play fortnite <laughs> just kidding don't uh. don't say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> minecraft's a fun game
1: you guys all playing Minecraft in. Fortnite and I'm playing Tetris, but it's
0: fine. I literally played Minecraft during band. Like, oh! oh. Um, <laughs> I played Minecraft during band. Um it was literally my childhood.
1: So we have a few closing questions and the first one is do you have any advice for your freshman self and or any other underclassmen that might be listening right now?
0: Don't be obnoxious. Like don't don't go for attention.
1: You're obnoxious, that's all you're saying. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
0: no, I was I'm just serious. Like don't any attention does not mean good attention Mm -hmm. don't be obnoxious don't be like that cheesy like oh i gotta be mean to girls because or i gotta be mean to people to like make an impression like not just don't Mm
1: -hmm. so are you saying this sorry i don't know i'm like analyzing you now are you saying this from (laughs) personal experience or you're like freshmen are so annoying now i wish they did this instead
0: no not freshmen are fine i'm speaking from purely personal experience i was just the worst
1: you are are you still are the, just kidding yeah <laughs> just kidding i was
0: just mm, not good
1: well i, I mean, mean it's
0: good that i cringe at it now yeah you learn because that means you maturity out.
1: maturity <laughs> you, you saying maturity uh doesn't sound right <laughs> Just <kidding.
0: laughs> i still play minecraft i can't talk about maturity
1: everyone plays minecraft so you're you're just one of the cool kids you're in with the gang mm-hmm. so don't be obnoxious i think that's good advice i mean
0: don't be obnoxious. School yeah. doesn't matter as much as you think it does. If you think everyone's gonna remember something that happened, I guarantee they don't remember within a week. And if they do, that's true, within yeah. a week, that's literally it. Like, high school isn't supposed to be the time of your life. Colleges, and if then, drop out, become a crack addict. Stop. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: get a job. Don't join an honor society.
1: They're dumb. Some of them are dumb. High school
0: leadership clubs are always not leadership and they're really stupid. So shout out to all the people we know. There's a specific person I have in mind who do leadership and get salty when I talk about how bad leadership is and how it's not leadership.
1: Uh, is that all the advice that you have? Do you have any other words of wisdom you want to pass on to future generations, people who will never listen to this podcast?
0: Yeah. For Ashley's mom on her three accounts, I don't know. <laughs> no, be Just be honest. I don't know. Be genuine. Okay
1: yeah you know there's so many fake people in the world don't be one of those
0: maybe sophomore year i realized no i don't know everyone is for a while and honestly yeah that's the best thing about maturing is just being able to be genuine with others and be genuine with yourself and it starts with yourself but like you gotta go somewhere
1: this new wesley is so mellow it's so weird but i mean it's not it's not yeah it's it's yeah it's not bad um
0: it's not bad
1: no, well, no, I said weird, and I didn't want you to think that weird was... Because you always go, oh, no, when I say weird, and I have to say it, it's bizarre. and then.
0: Well, you didn't say it's good, so...
1: It's good. No, I don't want to, I don't want you to think that you weren't good before. You're just That's mellow true. now. It's That's just different. Good. Yeah. Okay, well, the other question we have is, do you have any regrets for high school?
0: I wish I got a job. And all those summers that I was, quote, going to get my surgery, and I didn't get a job because I was, quote, going to get my surgery. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. I could buy better PC to play Minecraft with a 48 block, 48 chunk render distance, but can't do that. Also, I don't know. Cr- chasing Crushes was cringy.
1: Buttercup. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: I physically cringe at all those.
1: So. <laughs> well, it, it went down maturity. Real quick. Yeah, maturity. Maturity. Okay. Do you have any shout-outs, projects, social medias, petitions you want them to sign? Anyone you want to say hi to or something like that?
0: There's no way. Uh, insert name here. Cut that out. Um, <laughs> right. Is going to watch this. She but is. you know who you are? Leadership is stupid. We've talked about this before. <laughs> and I'm right. It's a stupid activity. You're not leaders. <laughs> oh, my um, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then shout-out to all the Redditors tanking billions of dollars from uh, the rich people. And they're okay. literally illegally manipulating the markets to make sure that poor people can't make money in the same way rich people do Mm -hmm. rich people lose a couple million hundred million dollars per person but poor people can't make 15 dollars an hour (laughs) shout out that shout out blm i don't know okay
1: activism stuff you know (laughs) okay 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 so now for the final segment of the day
0: Nature Valley, please sponsor the podcast. She needs money.
1: Okay. Um, but that kind of concludes this week's episode. We really hope you enjoyed and we will catch you on the flip side.
0: Adios. Bye. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, was like,
1: I was like, you're not even looking at me. How am I supposed to make you say if you're not looking at me?
0: Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of High School Uncensored.
1: Another quick shout out to Wesley for agreeing to be on the odka and for giving us a very thorough, 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 recount of his surgery.
0: Uncomfortably thorough. If you want to contact us, you can find us at our email, which is hsuncensored at gmail.com or social media, Instagram and Twitter at hsuncensored. The O in uncensored is a, uh, a zero for you, or leave a voice memo.
1: Hey, Mary if you like this episode and want to support the adga share it with your friends share it with your families and share it with someone who might have gotten surgery recently we're on apple podcast if you want to leave a review but we love you guys and hope you have a great week adios
2: adios
0: how are you not like six foot four and jacked
1: genetics how are yeah, you not six foot four and jacked?
0: shut up <laughs> <laughs> I talk way too much, yeah.
1: I know. I'm just kidding. But...
0: I don't say that. It's you to like, no, you're great. Uh, it's okay.
1: Well, it's okay. You know that. I see how it is. Yeah.